Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I will not be running for mayor of Fresno anytime soon. Uh, no. Welcome back to uh, Gwen and Chris. 401 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby. Together here in our Odyssey Palace Studios, two hours down, or as Tony would like to say, two hours in the can. Uh, two hours to go. And uh, we are heading toward the weekend, and of course, the NFL Conference Championship Games. We'll have our picks coming up in the 5 o'clock hour tonight. Marcus McNeil was on with us earlier. He picked, Scraby, I know he picked Cincinnati to win the AFC. I'm not going to say it. Kansas so. City. Who did he pick in the NFC Championship I'm not sure. Game? I couldn't hear him. His phone broke Paying up. Paying attention? No, his phone broke up. I think he picked the bird. Fly, Eagles, Fly. As you know what? Say. I've been thinking about this a lot. What have you been uh-huh. thinking about? About Scott? how everybody is uh, picking the Eagles to win now. And that's fine. I would actually rather... What do you mean everybody? Uh, I've, all the people that I've seen picking, all the experts, the it does seem that It does seem like as the week got deeper, more people started... They flip-flopped. They started quick. going Eagles. Yes, okay. they did. But I'd rather the 49ers be the underdog. Why not? Well, they I are mean, the underdog. Yeah, but I'd rather them. I'd rather them have the attitude of us against the world. Because they know that they're a great team. Do they? Yes, they no, do. You know they're a great team. They know they're a great team. Okay. All right. Dab, These are more dab, examples dab. why we root against Scraby <laughs> and the 49 Because I say that they're a great team when they actually are a great team? No, yeah, they're not a great team. A great team wins two or three Super Bowls. They haven't won anything in the last. Uh, when's the last time they won? They when was the, the last Chargers time your team won? Oh, see, I didn't there you call go. My team a great there team. you go. Defensive scrape. Did right I there. call my team a great team? No, you did not, Chris. Did you call your team a great team? Because yes, they're in the NFC Championship. Ninety-four is the last time they were a great team. Your yeah. team. And last time be? the Dolphins were a great team was, was seventy-two and three. So that's nothing to hang my hat on. But I don't run around calling them a great team. He does the opposite. You mm. do call your team a great team. And we'll see. They have a chance to prove that Sunday really in the bothered, NFC Chris. title game. You You'll know, to- it is Friday. Have you decided what you're going to do with this live uh, <laughs> live uh, game situation? We can't live wait any longer. We're going to talk about it at 420. Oh, we're going to talk about it next segment. Yeah, just so okay. we get into the game okay. so we don't run All out right. of time. We've got uh, Chris versus the fans coming up. Scraby does not like to get behind. I do want to update everybody. John Rahm in the clubhouse. What a day he had. 66, 600 par. So Rahm uh, moves into second place in the Farmers Insurance Open at 10 under par. Sam Ryder continues to cling to the lead, guys, through 15 holes. He's even for the day and minus 12 for the tournament. A two-shot lead for Ryder over Rahm. Scraby. Yeah. Let us get to what you want us to get to. 
If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we are uh, putting up for grabs qualification for our grand prize. Two tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco at the Encore Theater. One night stay at the Wynn Las Vegas. 19 sold-out shows last year. Brand-new Netflix special. It's titled, Is It Me? That is comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. And he's returning to the iconic Encore Theater at Wynn Las Vegas. His brand-new residency starts on March the 3rd, runs through October the 7th. Tickets available now at Ticketmaster.com. Or you can win a pair and a uh, quick trip to Vegas if you win Chris versus the fans today. Yes, and the rules for this are you have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. All right. Let's get to our first contestant. Four foot ten. That's how tall Danny DeVito Danny DeVito was just on a commercial, and we were wondering. Chris loves the Danny DeVito uh, Jersey Mike Sims commercial. I think he's pretty funny. The the one that they just showed with him in the opera glasses watching the meat cook? I think they're cute commercials. (laughs) I like (laughs) it. Let's get to our first contestant. Raul, welcome to the show. Happy Friday to you, my man. Hello, hello. 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 Hey, Raul. You ready to play? Yeah. All right. You sound like it. Don't sound so sad. First time caller. First time caller. First time player. Nice job. On to question number two. Here we All go. Right. Got to tell you, it's a good thing, Raul, because question ones were spotty. There, there's some tough ones in there. What? There's some easy ones. Not sure which one you would have got. Here we go. Question number two. What college does Shaka Smart coach at? Oh, man. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. LSU. LSU. I feel Steel. bad for Raul. He has changed uh, jobs so many times. I can't remember where he is. I think he's at Marquette now. But he's moved around a lot. Is he there this week? Sorry, Raul. <laughs> Sorry, Raul. Right? He, he started at Virginia VCU Commonwealth. To Texas, Texas. I think he snuck another to Marquette. one in there somewhere, too. All right. Good let's, coach. Let's move to our he's next smart. Cont- yes. <laughs> he is smart. Let's go to our next contestant, Ahmed. Ahmad. Excuse me. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Well, how, how you about guys? yourself? I'm doing great. I called to talk about Tiger Woods, and I ended up on the show. And this is how it's been happening all week You are long. like the third person this week to call in about something else. Do you want to play? I know, it's so funny because I've been listening all week, and I was like, when, when you guys start talking about Chris Chris as a fan, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. First time player. First time player. Here we go. Set question. yourself two questions away. Question number two. What team has the most NFC championship wins in NFL history? Ooh, NFC championship wins. Uh, I'm going to go with Green Bay. Green Bay. Unfortunately, no. The pack is not the correct answer. Elo for the steal. It's the most self-serving question I've ever seen. Oh, wait. Could be the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. 
That's the most annoying thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. It is the cowboy. I was thinking he was going to Sorry, Mom. Hey, Mom. Hey, Mom. What, what did you have to say about Tiger real quick? Yeah. What's your Tiger thought? Oh, uh, I, I worked at U.S. Open in 08 when he beat Rocco Mediate in yeah. overtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't know what hole I was at. I was working the security at the Lexus tent. And I've never seen anything like Tiger Woods teeing off. The birds stopped singing. The wind stopped blowing. <laughs> it was pure quiet. Everyone shut up. All you saw was the gleam of the club. And everybody went back to partying. That's awesome. Anything That's awesome. Like but I appreciate you. Oh, one more thing. Hey, Scrape, I appreciate you bringing up on the show the, un- the undefeated season with the tie. That was not my DM. The undefeated season. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Is it actually an undefeated season if they tie? Ah, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I I just caught it, so. Hey, and Tony Gwynn Jr., I love you. Uh, Eleanor, I love you. Yeah, thank thanks. You. Appreciate I'll you, Emma. I was going to say, I hope he says something to Chris. <laughs> I'm used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> Let's go to our next. I just badmouth the entire Fresno part of California. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Let's go to our next contestant, Gavin. Gavin, welcome to the show. Uh, hold on. Happy Friday to you. Four. As we try to find you. What's up, guys? What's hey, going yeah, on, Gavin? How you doing? Driving home from the Farmers Insurance Open. Oh, sweet. Oh, you guys out there tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. You got you. you you're on the. You were there at the right day. Moving day. Moving day. How was the crowd, Gavin? It was. It was good. It's nothing like having Tiger there. That's for sure. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's Still all something time. we can all agree with. Yeah, no doubt. All right, here we go, Gavin. First question. What month is the Masters typically held in? Nice work. Nice job, golf Gavin. fan, a golf question. He's uh, he was ready yeah, for that. Yeah, no doubt. Question number sense. two. <laughs> what play was the highest score in the 49er Cowboy game this past weekend? Um, it was... The Robbie Gold? Be. Nice work, player, nice work. Wow. Way to sort that out, Gavin. Nicely done. You're one sad, question kinda away. Kind of sad, though. Self-serving question once again. <laughs> Just get ready for some more. <laughs> I can't wait for all the questions about the NFC Championship next week. <laughs> Who oh, scored the most points for the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Question number three. What team... Did John Elway beat in the 19... 19- oh, my gosh. I just... No, I didn't. No. What team did John Elway beat in the 1999 Super Bowl? Unfortunately, my Green Bay Packers. That Tough is break oh, to Gavin. <laughs> he realizes his, he he realizes his mistake now. Uh, Falcons. Sorry about Sorry, that, Gavin. Gavin. That was the Dirty Bird Falcons, dirty wasn't bird it? Falcons, yeah. That hey, it's a good day for you, though, Gavin. You got to go out and see professional golf out of Torrey Pines. That, yeah. that qualifies as a good day. All right, let's move to our next contestant. Brandon, welcome to the show. Happy Friday to you. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. What's up, Brandon? Here we go. First question. How many holes is a standard PGA Tour? Event. Thank you, Tony. The whole event or just one round? 
Olivan. Olivan. 72. There you go. That's different than uh, Live. Live, Live isn't it? 54. Yeah, and that's what the PJ golfers love to bring up. Like, I don't know if they can walk the extra round. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Question number I know two. I couldn't. <laughs> Officially named University Arena, this University of New Mexico basketball ha- haven is more commonly referred to as what? The pit. Nice. Ooh. Well done. Nice. Ooh. I'm going there next weekend. You are. Yes, I am. Aztecs always play New Mexico every year. The pit. We go to question number three. Love the pit. Fun place. Mm. Number three, Tony. Actually, by the way, the pit right now goes by the name of something like Tasty Cakes Arena. Okay. <laughs> no, it does. I'm not, I'm no, I believe you. you. I believe you. Tasty you're Cakes Arena. Still correct, but it's like the dumbest name ever. It's and like then this, it's like Tasty Cakes Arena at the pit. At the pit. Yeah, it's like the it's, it's Pelicans play at uh, the Smoothie, Smoothie King. King. Yeah, it's yeah. lost some of its allure. All right, here we go. In 1990, the AFC Championship had a 48-point difference between winner and loser. What team was the winner? Is that when the Bills lost four straight? I'll go with the Bills. That a boy? Nah. Nicely done. Is that it? That's it. He wins it. Nice work, Brandon. Brandon, hang on the line. Very good, Brandon. Mr. Scraby. Slow, slow. I'm a applause there. Scraby would uh, Scraby will get your information. Appreciate you. Imitating me with a draw. Like that. A little slow on the applause there. Well, you were. Uh, Buffalo Bills 51. The then LA Raiders 3 was Damn. the final yeah, score of that brutal. AFC Championship game. Of course, the Bills would go on to lose the Super Bowl after that to the Giants. And that was Jeff the first Hostel. of the losses, right? That was the first you of the four losses. You get a 50 spot put up in, against Who was on the, that Raider yeah, team? Yeah, who was that? Nobody, apparently. <laughs> uh, Tim, Tim Brown, Brown was still there. Tim Brown, guys like that. Jay Schrader, I think, was the quarterback. Ah, Jay Schrader. I haven't heard the that Bills name in years. The Bills were just a machine. I mean, that's why it was so incredible that the Giants beat them in the Super Bowl two what, weeks later. Was that in Buffalo? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in Buffalo, cold day. Raiders did not hang in there too well. You know, one thing that hasn't been brought up at all about oh, yeah. the NFC Championship is that the 49ers are traveling as possibly as far as you can possibly travel. Trip, sure. That's usually brought up all the time when you talk about yeah, teams going from West Coast to East Coast. We bring that up every year. We haven't, I haven't heard it very much at all this year. You're kind of right. I haven't heard it at all either. Sunday's temperature in Philadelphia going to bo- be a balmy. 54 degrees. That's not bad, that's actually. That's not bad at all. That's good football weather right You're there. Right. I don't know about good that's football. What about Kansas <laughs> It's not that cold. What about Kansas City? Kansas City weather, that's going to take me another second because I have to type the Well, they're both they're Kansas both used to that City. anyway. I mean, it was snowing. 40, it was snowing in Sundays, Buffalo. Oh, it's going to be cold. Sunday is supposed to be 23 high, 7 low. Yeah. There is nothing chilly. worse than getting your hand like hit wrong in that kind of weather. I can't imagine. Oh. Oh. Terrible. Did you ever play? What's the coldest like for a baseball game? I mean, getting jammed on a fastball oh, is twenty three degrees. I'm sure some place like Just Syracuse or Rochester, it. New York, where I was at, was the coldest. I, you <laughs> know what? I would swing so early. That, you it know, is. It is this. I would not want to take a chance yeah, of getting jammed. It's a battle to protect the hands at all costs. Oh, like that's double bag bad. those hands if you have to with batting gloves. Yeah. You just you just trying to you just trying to find barrel all day long. You've got to have barrel. All right, let's get to break. Uh, Chris and I 
Oh, go ahead, Scrape. Actually, well, we're going to talk about the live feed of the game on Sunday that I'm going to do. We're going to discuss that. And the live? Next oh, hour. oh. Uh, yeah, pick him this next hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I want to play you guys the Cincinnati's mayor and what he said about the Chiefs. Because if there's bulletin board material everywhere, now the mayor has gotten involved. This is, you're going to play this next segment. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, let's yeah. get to break. You'll hear the Cincinnati mayor when we return. More going to Chris. There's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 422 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Solo, Matt Scravey. Big Five following this segment. Uh, the mayor of Cincinnati. <laughs> yes. Scrape. Uh, it sounds like he, he wants to get in on the bulletin board material, too. I'll yeah, tell you he, one thing. If I was the Cincinnati Bengals, I'd want to line him up in the backfield. <laughs> blast him. I mean, the la- I mean, it's one thing if I'm on the team and I'm putting up bulletin board material. I don't need the mayor. This is what mayors do, in. though. No, not this. This, this is, is what, what mayors do. do. No, not this. Don't they always make no, they bets make, with other they teams? They make bets with other mayors. Yeah, that's fine. That's different. This is I mean, a... This is... This is this Flat is a little much. All right. Yeah. So the mayor of Cincinnati, Aftab Pureval, he uh, put up this video on his Twitter account, and here it is. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Pureval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Thank you. 
shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably what a bunch of Cincinnati players are saying right now. No kidding. I, I mean, especially I, I like the, it. the crack about uh, Burroughs being a. Uh, he has to take a daddy. paternity test. Yeah. By, by the way, that started with Pedro Martinez, but Pedro was actually talking about himself. Yes, he and said his, the Yankees are my dad right. because they kept beating him. But that's far different than the mayor popping off. Yeah, now, the mayor's got to be quiet. Maybe there. as 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 uh, as we we heard earlier, um, it might not make a difference. Like right? it might make a difference early in the game, but once all the emotion plays out, it becomes about execution. The but thing that I don't you appreciate. just don't need to, you don't you don't need it. The thing I don't appreciate it about it is it's coming from a person who uh, I'm assuming I, I have never seen their mayor, but I'm assuming has little or none in the world of athletic ability, and he's criticizing. Honestly, one of the best quarterbacks in the history okay. of the game. Now, now this is when you step in when I'm getting over out of control. It's not that big of a deal, Chris. I think it is. He said he's his daddy. I think it's called. He said some type of way about this yo-yo. <laughs> Mahomes, Mahomes can feel that way, this. but come on, we're just having a little fun. Oh, games really? Here. I'm just see having it a little fun. Really, Scraby? Yeah. If yeah. we were, ta- if it was the giant or the Giants, the 49ers being talked you about, the same the- oh, I would life. be angry. Yes, you would, but you I talk- wouldn't be like this. Yeah. Is- oh, stop. He's, he's stop over the Scraby. line, Scraby. You're the king of that. He's you over the so line. Like you that. are literally the one who invented that kind of. Somebody energy. call the Philadelphia mayor's office. Let's see if we can get a comment <laughs> before the game just to hear Scraby's reaction to it. Uh, my reaction to it on Sunday. You guys have been begging me to live stream it. And I'm going to, but I'm going to do the live stream at halftime, and then throughout the second, at some point during the second half. I'm at some it. point, it can't be early in the third quarter. I want this to be in crunch time. I'll give it to you in crunch time at Matt Scraby on Instagram. I'm going to go live, and I'm going to post up the camera for a good little ten, fifteen minutes as the 49ers beat the Eagles, so everybody can see my excitement. I am not looking forward to that, but. You guys are so. Well, I think a halftime visit would be interesting just yeah. to get some of your react. I'll tell you one thing: I'd rather listen to your reaction to the first half than anything Terry Bradshaw has to say, <laughs> or <laughs> well, Jimmy Johnson, hard. or Michael Strahan. Yeah, to true, go around true. the panel, I'd rather listen to Scraby talk about the first. Can you believe that play? Jeez. I can't believe that. The referee missed that. I yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take a walk with Lucky uh, at halftime, and then I'll do the live feed. So mm. I'm not so angry. I'm gonna tune in. You're gonna tune in. I would like to hear your halftime. Con- do you do guys I- want me to text you before I go live? Well, you don't need to text me. I know you're gonna do it at halftime. What I don't want what you I, what, I, what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to erase this live. I want you to post it so that we can. I see think it, it always. No, you have the option oh. to not make oh. it a post. So don't erase it. Oops. How do I watch it? What do I honestly? You just go I don't to Instagram to and on the top it'll say that I'm live. It'll just say, it'll it'll show you it'll that say up that? in those up yeah. in those little Bubbles. story areas up there in the little bu- in the little circles. Yes, yeah. it'll say live, it'll and then you live. can just take or touch it. Really? Yeah, and it'll take you there. It'll yeah. just say that. It'll huh? take Scraby? you there. Uh, so at Matt Scraby. Man, and I'm uh, fired up about that's what's going to happen on halftime. I'm on, really on looking Sunday. forward to halftime now. Now if the Forty Nineers go to the Super Bowl. You're going to be well. First of all, if you go to the Super Bowl, both Tony and I are off Monday through. A week from Friday. <laughs> There's no way we're going to put up with you for two weeks. I mean, you're uh, going to be impossible to deal with. I want to get like some sort of like watch party if we're going to the Super Bowl. I think that would be awesome. I just hope that you are your your authentic self once the the camera is live. 
I'm, you know, I, I can't fake anything. I can't. It just comes off too... Fake? Yeah. There fake, you go. So, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in to kick off with <laughs> Boomer and Valente tonight at 6 p.m. And former in, as former MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss the biggest NFL news and preview the most important games of the week. Obviously, there's only two. So mm-hmm. uh, that should be in-depth right here on 97.3 to fan. As Chris mentioned... You can catch those AFC that AFC Championship game and that NFC Championship game right here on 97.3 The Fan. Go ahead, Greg. When I was driving home last week on Friday, I was listening to Boomer and Valenti, and they were talking about the Bengals, and Boomer was like heavy, like Bengals are going to win this game. It's not going to be close. Wow. And it's like, He's whoa. also a former Bengal. No, I know wow. that, but still, like... To say that is kind of crazy because no, everybody because was picking coming bills. from him, it doesn't it doesn't have a, it doesn't carry a lot of weight. To me, it's like when they ask Michael Strahan, who's going to win between the Giants. He, and yeah, somebody, he definitely going to pick the he Giants. He definitely picked the Giants. But, but so, I guess well, I mean, Boomer's Boomer Sison is known for being a Bengal. But he's That's, but he's more known now, or he's no. known now for being you a broadcaster. You don't, yeah, that might be true. But you don't lose as the play as the former the player. Ties. You don't lose the ties. Yeah, Didn't I mean, he? How, Bengal. He led the Bengals to a Super Bowl. Uh, he became somewhat famous as a Bengal. I know he went on to play some for the Jets and the Cardinals, but he was a shell of himself at that point. So it means nothing to you. I just thought it was interesting Doesn't, that he was so sure call. about it. If he, if it was Jim Kelly, and Jim Kelly said, "I got to tell you, I think the Bengals are going to kick Buffalo's butt." That would be now. Newsworthy. That would be impressive. Yeah. But Jim Kelly would never say that because he's going to pick Buffalo every time. All right. Well, then I never listen to me again, Chris. Don't forget to log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or 97.3TheFanSD.com. You'll get your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Eagles at Pechanga Arena on March the 3rd. Sweet. You'll earn one entry for every hour you listen. Uh, Now that I read that, I think somebody else read that. No, 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 we're supposed to read it twice. All right, good. Good job. Uh, 4.36 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Mr. Scraby. On the the eve of the weekend, in which we find out whether or not the 49ers advance to the Super Bowl, we will have our picks for the NFC and AFC Championship games coming up in the next hour. But uh, in this segment... We uh, begrudgingly turn it over to Matt Scraby. I think we're going to begrudgingly turn it over to Tony yeah, real quick. Real quick. Uh, oh, you're going to do this separate from the Big Five? Yes. All right. Chris, hey, can't, Chris might leave the room. I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> this is cringeworthy coming up. I'm yeah, just telling you that in advance. It's quite the bizarre story slash injury. Uh, Clemson basketball guard Brevin Galloway. Uh. Uh, added some painful details to what the university university labeled as abdominal issues on Thursday night. Uh, Galloway doesn't know why. Quote: His boys uh, were were basically exploded. <laughs> All Galloway did was lift in the morning and take a nap. Then, just three hours later, he had under he had undergone surgery to reduce his testicles back to their normal size. Oh. Uh, and this is his quotes from his, I don't know what happened to my boys. I'm, I'm replacing words because <laughs> yes, I'm are. not sure where they fall on the FCC uh, <laughs> line of uh, words there. But uh, said, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't know what happened to my boys, 
I guess they were trying to be like basketballs. <laughs> but we made it. Now I'm going to be spoiled for the next 48 hours, and we'll be back in uniform shortly. Uh, apparently, you know. They, they exploded? That, they, yeah, that's what he said. They exploded. Size uh. of basketballs. <laughs> like, I honestly can't understand what that even means. I don't no. want to know any further. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I don't want to investigate. I, that makes you not want to lift, if that's the Did consequence he, yeah, of lifting. Unless like he's not telling us something? something. Yeah, I don't know. I no longer am even taking a chance of lifting a pen. <laughs> Chris is never going to lift anything again. <laughs> that's right. so bad. That's the uh, crazy story outside of the Big Five. Now we go to the Big Five. Here's some traffic. It's that time of the show. We'll check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Before we get to the Big Five, I think I missed my calling, Scraby. Oh, yeah? What's that? Yeah, because I'm certainly not a very good talk show host. Okay. But what I would be good at is making lines for odds. Oh, you, you the, the in-house the bookie. Official, yeah, the interim bookie thing. The official odds did come out for the San Diego State basketball game tomorrow night against San is it Jose 12? State. I said 12. It's uh, 13. Oh. So I didn't miss it by a whole no, lot. No, you did not. That's right pretty good. Top. Yeah, That's I don't know good. why I seem to have that knack. Anyway. You should go into it. You should start... Taking bets from people out there. Then he won't sure, be Sure, able- Scraby, after I tell everybody to gamble responsibly, <laughs> I'm gonna open my own bookkeeping. And I'll service. be I'll be the, the enforcer for when people don't pay you. <laughs> when they don't pay? Yeah. I will I'm gonna send Scraby to visit. Yeah. Pay up or else, bro. Yeah, that'll go well. Number five. All right. I've seen you try to hit things with a baseball bat before. You're not always successful. Mm. That was a low blow. True hurts. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my boys are going to explode after ah! that. <laughs> All right, uh, MLB Network came out with their top ten right now shortstops in Major League Baseball. Number one, Trey Turner. Number two, Carlos Correa. Number three, Xander Bogarts. Number four, Corey Seager. Number five, Francisco Lindor. And then it goes on and on. But no other Padres are on the list. Number one, I thought maybe there would be some other Padres on the list. On the shortstop have- list. They have a couple shortstops. They have Hassan Kim. They have Fernando Tatis Jr. They're not playing shortstop, though. But they did last year. Not what it list says. Well, it says top ten right now. But, but okay. Never mind. I'm just not going to go down that I'll road give you it a, doesn't matter. Uh, I'll give you a trivia question based on this top ten. Okay. One of those players on that list is the only player in baseball who has batted over 300 in each of the last four seasons. Mm, I know who it is. You do, huh? Scraby, do you think you know who it is? Would it be... The only one. Would it be Tim Anderson? Yes, sir. That's right. Oh, very good. Tim I love Anderson, Tim Anderson. the White Sox, number nine on the list of shortstops. Uh, so, Chris, you're up first here. Okay. Do you think Xander Bogarts is in the right spot of number three best shortstop right now? Mm, no. Okay, where? I'd put him at... Uh, I don't know. I you mean, think he's better than Corey Seager and Francisco Lindor? Uh, no, I think he's better than Lindor. No, I think he's better than Seager. Uh, I think Lindor about the same. I think Dansby Swanson's about the same as Bogarts. Bo Bichette. 
Boba Shett's pretty close. Willie Adamas is eighth. I mean, this is a pretty good list. These are good players. Um, I think Bogarts could be anywhere from two to eight. Yeah. And That's I fair. don't think I'd have a huge argument with it. So the fact that he's three is pretty good, but I don't think he's better than the rest of those guys on there. I mean, those guys are really, really good. I think he's I think he's anywhere from three to six. Like four, five, three, four, five, and six seem to all be interchangeable. They they are like I think they're probably even. Yeah. I wonder like I don't know how MLB Network does it. If they combine all the different votes and that's how it's done or I, is that is it votes? No, like votes within MLB Network. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not mad at three. He right. could be three, he could be four, he could be five, he could be six. He's on the list. That's yes. all that matters. The thing that's, impar- that's impressive is that you know Manny Machado came out number one on this list. Mm-hmm. You got the number three shortstop. You got the number three oh. shortstop. You got, I'm sure. I bet you Cronenworth is in the top ten. Cronenworth's got to be up there. So, my goodness. The infield's looking pretty good there. Yes, it is. Number four. Shoot, you could say the left, the corners are going to be top ten as well. Soto's the number four overall player. According to Xavier Scruggs. According to Xavier Scruggs. So, I mean, it's likely you got at least a top five player at four positions. And five that, positions yeah. because we're counting uh, second base, too. Man. And then Spring you got, then you got a top ten starting pitcher Pitch, yeah, in yeah, Darvish. Yeah, yeah. And you probably got a top ten reliever in Hayter. So we're feeling probably better got a top about ten this. manager in Melvin. Wow, it's a pretty good squad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Coach Prime or Dion Sanders? Can I call him Dion? Call him Dion. I would just don't call him Dion to his face, but you can oh, call okay. him Dion here. He doesn't like that. No, really. He's Coach Prime now. Trying and to trying to he... change the turn the page from player to coach. I see. Okay. Coach Prime. <laughs> coach Prime. Wouldn't it just be Coach Sanders then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd like that. I, for you sure. know. You know. Typically, you call people what they want to be called. I guess you're right. You're right, Coach Prime. Bo Mel. Is Bob Melvin, so uh, he has most definitely arrived, Coach Prime, that is. And he's bringing as many high-profile friends as he can to the University of Colorado. Former Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer will have a role on Deion Sanders' staff at the University of Colorado. He worked as an analyst for Jackson State last season, so there's a familiarity there. Dion is also bringing former Florida State head coach Willie mm. Taggart into the mix for Colorado. Tony Who's Dion? Oh, I'm sorry, Coach Prime. I'm, I forgot. He's <laughs> trying to protect you, Scraby. I don't want him to right, come He's going to run in here with his eight toes, and he's going to get me. But, Tony, yes. when is the next school going to do what Colorado did? In term- Hire a high-profile NFL player to build their program. I, I think what gets missed first is that Dion had to go to Jackson State first to kind of prove that he was worthy of – Getting a a big time job, um, so whoever that person is is going to probably unless they already had some experience, a la Pete Carroll, a la some you know uh, Harbaugh when he when he came back, right? Unless it's one of those situations, um, it's probably going to be a while. I can't think of anybody who's in that spot, right? Ed Ed Reed was probably the next one in line, but he didn't get his job. Well- there is one. He is not a sexy name, but it's Trent Dilfer, and he's down in Alabama coaching. And yeah, but he just got—he didn't get a head he, coaching job. He got a okay. And there's nobody going to go to play for somebody just because it's Trent Dilfer, right? Whereas I, I, a lot of people will I get go it, just yeah. because it's 
Deion Sanders. And, no, I, and, I, I get and, it. and I think more importantly, in those what three three years of Jackson, he just he this year he became the head coach of Alabama Birmingham. Birmingham, that's yeah. right, that's right. Um, so I mean, listen, if he goes there, they play well. Guys get drafted out of Birmingham because that's the one thing Dion did that hadn't been done in a while. Some guys for Jackson State were able to get opportunities to play at the next level, which is you know. Most kids, what they want to do when they sign to go to a school. Um, so I don't know who that next, when is the next school going to happen, but uh, I certainly think Dion's a special, Coach Prime is certainly Thank a you, special um, <laughs> situation here. Chris, uh, when do you think the next yeah, school is going to do what they I did? I think it will be a long time because yeah. I, I don't think there's too many guys that are in his position that are also going to be willing to go coach somewhere because right. I don't think a big time college or university is, you know, Power five schools just going to hire somebody because of not. their name. They're not. That's just not enough. It's just not enough. You got to know how to deal with recruiting and all the ins and outs of college all of that. football. There's all a of ton that. to learn. And the one thing that also has to happen, and this is, it reminds me a little bit of my dad, right? Dion has no desire to coach at the NFL level. Like he wants to be in college where he feels like he has an impact. Yeah. And that's that's another you know the other thing that co- schools are thinking about is a, are you using us to get to said NFL job right because that's usually what most people want to do but in his case he's he's happy being a collegiate coach. Number three, going to the tennis world. Novak Djokovic received a warning from Tennis Australia yesterday after his father was seen on video taking part in a demonstration supporting Russian President Vladimir Putin. The governing body in charge of the ongoing Australian Open reportedly warned Novak, who is Serbian, and his family warned them to not promote any more political causes. In the video, uh, his father can be seen standing with the ringleader of the demonstration while holding up a Russian flag with Putin's face printed on it. He is translated in the video as saying, quote, long live the Russians, while the ringleader sends messages of support to a pro-Putin Moscow biker gang and Russian presence in the war in Ukraine. So, Chris, you're a tennis guy, but do you think it's impro- appropriate for the tournament to act, to get involved with this? Uh, that's a uh, that's yeah. boy, yeah. Hey, tough. Uh, these are tough ones. Uh you know, I, I guess in a perfect world, I'd like to see Novak's father not get involved in some of this stuff, so that the tournament didn't have to try and step in. But at the same time, I, I don't know how Novak Djokovic is supposed to be responsible for everything his dad does. Right. I really don't. Right. I, I, Djokovic is or Djokovic, however we pronounce it correctly. He's a controversial figure on his own. Yeah, but I, I just, at least from the outside looking in at this, I just isn't like it's any business of the tournament. You know, to worry about what his dad's doing. That's his dad's business. That's not his business. So that's my thought. Uh, Tony, what do you think? I agree. I mean, listen, it's... He can't be in control of what his family members are doing on their own time, you know, away from him. You know, it'd be different. I would even consider it different if his dad was in Australia with him, um, you know, participating in whatever he's doing right now. Uh, it's just impossible for, for Djokovic to be able to do all of that and play tennis. Like he, he, he Now, if it was Djokovic himself, different story, but it's not. The Australian tennis people must hate him because he had the whole COVID vaccine fiasco. It wasn't uh, just the Australian that, right? 
Yeah, it, I mean, it was everywhere. That's where it started, right? Yeah, that's where it started, yes. <laughs> and he's in the finals of the tournament, yeah. so they're going to have to hand him a trophy most likely in a couple <laughs> of days. Oh, with his father in attendance. <laughs> Number two. NFL and Fox's lead in-game analyst is Greg Olson, but he may be a one-and-done at Fox for the lead role. Why? Tom Brady may be incoming. Once Brady retires from football, he's going to be given a hefty paycheck of $37.5 million per year to be the lead Fox analyst. Olsen, when asked about it, said, quote, Listen, if Brady ends up retiring and coming and decides and that's how everything unfolds, it sucks. But at the end of the day, I'm a big boy. I know what I signed up for. I took a chance on myself. I rolled the dice. Let's see how it plays out, end quote. Uh, we saw Drew Brees try and do the analyst thing, but has stepped away from that. So, uh, Tony, do we think Tom Brady is going to be a good analyst? He's going to have to prove it to me. I mean, it's not easy to get in. Uh, you certainly won't have a problem with the study part. He has the work ethic to do it. But, uh, listen, I'll be honest. I'm not, like, blown away by his press conferences or anything like that that the times we do get to hear him like speak in front of me, and I get it. It's a different kind of dialogue. He's answering questions about the week, and but I think it's not a guarantee that he's going to be great. And and trust you think he thinks he's getting heat on the, on the football field when people have all day long to dissect what you said, and they can rewind it and bring it back. And they actually, you know, it's a little bit closer to a level of skill that people who can understand. Mm. Now, football is, is it's a tough sport. Like, not everybody can do it, right? So it takes away less people being able to talk about it. But it seems like broadcasting, at least people feel like they could do it. $37.5 million. That's a lot of money. It, just op- lot. it opens them up Sight for unseen. a lot of criticism. Sight unseen. Yeah, no, he's going to have to prove it to me. Chris, what do you think? I'm in the same boat. I, I'm not excited about Tom Brady becoming an analyst because he's very condescending as a uh, as a speaker at a press conference. Yes. He, he gives that, I'm way smarter than all of you people asking me questions. And I've been through this far too many times to have time to really deal with all of this stuff. I'm only doing it because they make me. That's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly how he comes off. To me, I don't think you can have that attitude and be a good television You got to bring energy. You got to be energetic. You got to be inclusive. You got to be kind of funny. You got to make people feel comfortable and welcome. I personally think Greg so, Olson has, this year, has. I think Greg Olson's done a nice I, job. I think I'd he's, like to see I think he's boosted his, uh, his stock this year, I think. Yeah. I will say I was a Greg Olson hater before you the sure year. sure were. But he did grow on me this year. He got he got better. He did, and it's pretty uh, good. I'd rather him stay there than Brady show up and just mess up everything. That's because you want everything to be fair. Of course, I mean for Greg Olson, you're a fair guy. I am a fair guy. Number one. Now this is not fair. There is a debate being had on the internet right now, and it's all about Southwest Airlines and their open seating policy. A couple was caught doing something one day, and it's downright wrong. It was a full plane. Every single seat was going to be filled. The husband sat in the window and his wife sat in the aisle and watched each and every person boarding the plane. And when they found their quote-unquote, yes, they used that word, right person, they asked them if they would like to sit in their row, (laughs) blocking the middle seat from being taken until they find who they want to sit next to them. So, Tony, in your opinion, is this allowed? Yes. Oh, it's allowed. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> it's loud. Listen, the, now, it's not their fault 
if no one asked to sit in that middle seat no, prior. True, 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 true. Now that's different. If somebody asked and they lied and they you know they cheated to Said keep that taken. seat, yeah, that's different. But listen, as a a frequent AAA flyer at early morning flights, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. long one going across country, you definitely want to be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. in a in a three seater, mm-hmm. and so uh, you sometimes you you try to manipulate, I guess. To get the right person in that middle seat, you know, Chris, go ahead. I think so. I mean, you gotta. I mean, I put my bag in the middle of the seat a hundred times. <laughs> I was just I mean, about to say, and I try to make it messy so that if somebody <laughs> asks to sit there. It's going to take five minutes for me to get it organized. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I would do. I'd put my this. bag in the seat and uh, pretend like I'm looking listen, through it. I've tried the bag. I've actually had the bag, the throw up bag, out. Oh, for, about to throw like, up. Like, hey, nobody wants to sit next to the sick guy. And then they did. They, <laughs> You've got to throw man, up. Man, that out. is some dedication. <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah. I do the thing too, where I have my headphones on and I pretend like I, I you know, but I'm asleep. You that can't being said, me. if somebody says, "Hey, can I sit there?" I always am willing to let them sit there, even yeah. even if it's. Even if it's not the best fit. Not the ideal fit. Well, these people were like cheering, like, oh, this guy looks great. It was all on TikTok and all that other stuff. So, all right, that's it for the Big Five. When we get back next hour, we're going to have our picks for the championship games. We'll come back on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 